What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to a girl and mother in law. What? No, you just- <laughs> I know, as if talking faster is gonna, gonna make the episode it's go faster. not gonna do anything. <laughs> we still have to record for a certain amount of time. I'm not that I wanna rush you guys. I just if you listen to the last episode, you know what's going on. And so this is our second episode of the day, and we just on our time constraint and talking faster is not gonna help anything at all. Right. <laughs> Because I still have to sit here for 45 minutes regardless. Today's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. But and that's we're going to okay. just go right into emails, right? All right, sure. Well, let's go into emails. If you want to hear us bullshit, we bullshitted for 45 minutes on the last episode. Yes, yeah, so. Check it out. You got this. All right. Oh, actually, I will say. What? The day that you guys are listening to this it is my dad's birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. No, I hope not. <laughs> Well, if he does, happy birthday, Al. Aww, we love you. Happy birthday, Dad. Love you so much. Aww. I don't know. What the fuck am I going to get him? I got to think. I may need to my to-do list because I'll forget. Dad birthday gift. Get daddy gift. Okay. She's Literally, done. I'm the worst. I'm fired from this podcast, you guys, because um, I didn't put on my to-do list that I had to do the... I do, like, all the titles and description for the episodes, and I just fucked up, and I didn't. <laughs> That's so okay. whoever got the episode on Sunday, it was empty. And then no, I, I just put just relationship, relationship advice. advice. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and then it came out this morning. Luckily, I caught it this morning at like nine something. So I got it. But I'm like, fuck, I just fucking forgot. Like my brain this week is just terrible. But if it's not on my to-do list, I will forget about it. Okay. But now your dad's presence on the to-do list. So Al, if you are listening. You are thought you of. You do have a gift because <laughs> she remembered. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> okay. Um, Okay. Advice? Okay. Uh, yeah, let's give some advice. Okay. Wait. What? If you guys want to support us, there's a link in the description. Two ninety nine a month. You totally don't have to, but we appreciate it because we get to put out free episodes for you guys. And you get free early episodes. So you get Monday on Sunday and Thursday on Wednesday. I'm impressed that you always remember that. Here you go. Okay. Toxic pa- parent advice? Yep. Okay. Sure. Hey, ladies. First off, I just want to say I adore you both. I found your podcast through Alyssa, who I watch religiously on YouTube. Oh, thanks. Anyways, now I'm obsessed with you both, and I think you would both have a great insight on my situation. So my mom has always been a toxic person, and now that I'm a mom myself, most of the things she does, I am completely against. Long story short, I adopted my childhood best friend's son three years ago. Wow. So when he was three, I took over as his mom. In November of 2020, I had a baby girl with my boyfriend, who is not my son's father. So in November, my boyfriend and I moved our two-week-old baby and our dog across the country from Florida to Arizona so that my mom could be a part of her grandkids' life and whatnot. One day, after she came to pick up my sister from spending the weekend with us at our apartment, I get a phone call from my son's father telling me that my own mother told him she thinks I shouldn't have my son for visits and that I should never had I should have never had kids. I don't deserve my newborn baby and that I don't have patience. She said lots more, but that was the worst of it. He sent me screenshots of the conversation, so it's 100% true. This was in February, and it's almost June, and I have barely spoke to my mother since. I want to forgive her because she has apologized, but I can't help but think how she could do something like that to her own child i just found out i am expecting baby number three from me the second the second with my boyfriend but my mom and i's relationship is still rocky should i cut her off completely or should i forgive her my boyfriend doesn't like my mom at all and has had very valid reasons so he doesn't want our kids around her 
But I think I should be up. It should be up to me because he doesn't really know her like I know her. I need help. Sorry it's long. I left a ton out. Let me know if you need more info. Thank you for reading this. Um, thanks a ton. I would cut her off. I would too. And I'm going to tell you why. Who says um, that? First of all, who says that? I mean, that's... You don't deserve your newborn you baby. Des- like, what the fuck kind of mom are you? And you also said that... The very first line, the second line, my mom has always been a toxic person. And now that you're a mom, there's so many things that you're completely against, right? So why would you want to keep pushing for a relationship that you're so, like, she's not a good person, you know? And you're like, you're defending her in a sense where you're like, my boyfriend doesn't even know, doesn't want me to forgive her, but he doesn't even really know her. But you do know her. And you started this email saying how toxic of a person she is. I mean, you moved all the way over the country, uh, all the way onto the other side of the country so she could be a part of your child's life. And that's what she does. For I just don't, these emails confuse me because it's like, why? Why what? Why did she say that? Because she doesn't like that she adopted her best friend's kid? She doesn't agree with that? I don't know, because even the newborn, she said she doesn't deserve it. Like, that's horrible. That's so weird. That's horrible. I would not want a relationship with my mother if she said those things. No. Even if she asked for forgiveness and apologized. It's unforgivable. She went behind your back and did that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not even like. That's like vicious. That's not like, Lissa, I don't think da 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 da. That's behind your back talking shit. Yeah. That's, that is an ugly thing to do. And she's already a toxic person. And it's from February until July or whatever you said. And there's still not. I'm sure there's much more that she did to you too growing up. You know what I mean? Like, this is probably not the runt of it. And I, I wouldn't. Runt of it? Runt of it? Brunt? Brunt. Yeah. I, I listen, honestly, my opinion, I would just cut her off. Mm. I would start living your life, be the mother that you know a child needs because mm-hmm. you didn't have that. Yeah. You know, why do you need a grandma in the life who is going to you don't know what you know, the kids are going to be with her as they grow older. You don't know what shit she's going to talk. You don't know how. I mean, could it possibly turn into a nice relationship? Sure. But I doubt it. I also feel that, in my opinion, you've created children with this man. They're half and half of both of you. And he does have a say. And I think that he should have a say and you should respect his decision and who he wants in his child's life. Because you would want the same. Yeah. And if it's a toxic person, regardless if she's a mother or his brother or He can his tell aunt, you who he wants his children around. You know, like, it's it's conversation. Um, but I agree with Les. Yeah, I think that, like, if you were just, like, married and the your mom was toxic and your boyfriend or husband was like, I just don't want to be around her, then you could go be around her if you want. But you're bringing now his children into it. And I think yeah. that's where it changes. Yeah. I think, I mean— yeah. Biggest thing to me is you said so. My mom has always been toxic. Yeah, you. And now you that I'm a feel mom, so much better without yeah. that. And sad. I mean, she did. She tried moving across the country to form a bond again, but she's proven to you that it's not worth it. I, I, nope. yeah, I wouldn't feel sad. I'd feel happy that I'm away from that. Yeah, toxicity. Your kids don't deserve. Think of your childhood or the toxic shit that she's done to you. You don't want that for your kids. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Okay. This is a long one. Buckle up. Sister advice. Hey, listen, Jerry. Gonna get straight into this because it may be long. Also, I'm sorry. I don't know how to double space on the iPhone email. (laughs) Got you. I have a sister who we share the same dad, but we have different moms. 
We're 10 years apart, so we didn't get close until I was about 14 and she was 24. By that point, she had two kids, a girl and a boy, and she was a good mother and provided for them as much as she could. They never went without something that they wanted or needed. When I was 17, my sister went to prison for possession of illegal drugs and with intent to sell. We knew that something was going on with her, but nobody knew how deep the issue truly was. She was addicted to drugs, and the night that she got caught, she had boxes of cocaine in her van. She was supposed to get out in a year, but when she was a month away from getting out, she got caught not swallowing her medications, crushing them up, and giving them to other prisoners. That added a year to onto her sentence. Then at another point, she got caught tattooing other prisoners. How did people in prison get this stuff? What do you mean? How did she get cocaine in prison? How did she get a tattoo no, she, machine no, in she prison? she didn't get cocaine in prison. That was her regular meds that she didn't take, so she crushed them up. Oh! So she was giving her meds crushed up to other people. The tattoo, I what do they do it with? They do it with like a... Oh, like not needle. an actual yeah, tattoo? Not, right, oh, right, right, right. Okay, okay. The old way of doing tattoos. Okay. Her one-year sentence turned into three. I would occasionally watch my niece and nephew, and they were so heartbroken over it and would always ask when she was coming home. February 2018, she was released from prison and tried to get sent back um, on the correct path. Tried to get back on the correct path, sorry. She was applying to jobs, but no one would hire her because she had a felony on her record. Then in July 2019, she told me that she was pregnant with another baby. I thought that this would help her get on the right path and be a motivation. She had my second beautiful niece on November 5th of 2019. However, my sister seemed to get worse. She would not get a job. She would date random men and bring them around the kids. She would not return any phone calls. My grandma would have to randomly show up at the house just to make sure that everything was okay. She would agree to meeting us for a family day, but then would cancel last minute with the excuse that one of the kids was sick or they have lice or the baby didn't sleep well and she just didn't seem to be getting better. Recently, the past couple of months, she seemed to be even more distant. We truly thought that she was on drugs again. She asked her mom to move into the house for extra help with the kids and she sold her car impulsively. She would let the kids stay home from school whenever they wanted. She enrolled the youngest into daycare, which would be considered impulsive to me because she has no money to afford it. A week ago, my grandma found out that my sister went to North Carolina. She left the kids with her mom and was going away for a week to visit her cousin. I messaged her four days ago asking if she was coming back, and she replied, yes, I'll be back in a few days. I just came to see the area. I'm considering moving here. I asked another question and got no response. I found it weird because she had been replying consistently and just stopped. But I didn't worry because she has a habit of reading a message and forgetting to reply. Today, I went to my dad to... Today, I went to my dad, spoke to my sister's mom, and we found out that while my sister was in North Carolina, she gave birth to a baby. She did not tell anyone that she was pregnant, not even her mom. Her mother had to drive from Florida to North Carolina to pick her up and the baby from the hospital. I'm so beside myself. I don't know how this could have happened. Not the pregnancy, but the fact that nobody knew. My sister had also told her mom that she would be leaving her three kids with her mother and taking her newborn to a different city here in Florida to live with a friend. I want to confront my sister because something is clearly wrong, but I don't know how to speak to her. I'm disappointed in her for not telling anyone that she was pregnant. I'm angry that she wants to leave her three children behind as if they never happened and take the new baby to another city. I'm scared that she is not okay mentally and may do something that could potentially hurt herself or the new baby. I truly have no words. Should I message her? Should I show up at her house and see her in person? I think she needs to seek help, but I don't know how to convince her. Thank you for listening. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My initial response would be to get CPS get the involved kids out of her care. Yeah, I would. I would get CPS. Oh, I got goosebumps. This is so sad. This is. Uh, I'd be fucking pissed. To be honest, I'd be mad. She doesn't I'd, deserve the kids. I'd be mad at her. She doesn't deserve the kids until she gets her life together. Yeah, and. The fact that she was in jail, jail a month before, then got another year added, then got another year added. She's not learning her lesson. She comes out, she gets pregnant again, then she gets pregnant again. Different fathers. Like, where is her life path going? These kids don't need to be joyriding along, not joyriding, but, you know, riding along while mom's joyriding her life away. And she's going to leave the three that she has with the mom and just not see them? And I I always say I can never understand how a parent can leave a child. But there's obviously drugs involved. She's obviously not okay mentally. She's not a mentally stable person. Who's the father of the last baby? Who knows? Some dude. I don't know. But I just feel, I mean, and then she's bringing men around her other th- her other kids. You don't do that shit. You just don't do that shit. But her, she's, and I'm sorry, but she, whether she's still on drugs, which it seems to me she is, or she's not, whatever it may be, she's selfish because you don't do that. You don't bring randos in, into your kids' lives. You know, like, that's just not healthy. It's not healthy for the kids. I would definitely call CPS. If you want to go down there to Florida and show up on her doorstep and confront her with all this, you can. But those other three kids that are already being taken care of by her mom, I would leave it that way. Ask if she can try to get custody of them. Mm. Um, something like that. Yeah. This, this is a, this, she's a train wreck. And until she gets her life together, I don't think she deserves these children in her life. She just got pregnant and hid the whole pregnancy and just went and had the baby somewhere else. That's wild. That's that's shitty. If she didn't have kids, and you'd be like, all right, whatever, my sister's nuts. But, like, you care because, like... I mean, she's your she sister, so your you care about your sister, but these kids, I mean, that should be the number one thing because you don't want to... You want to break the cycle that's happening right now, you know? So let the kids go into either the care of her mother or, you know, family... Try to keep them in the family, you know, and then see if she can get put in some sort of um, rehab, some, something, something, and yeah. get mental health as well. Because anybody who's me- able to do this is not mentally okay, in my opinion. No, you know, not at whether all. it be the drugs that are affecting it, or re- maybe she's already so damaged. I, yeah. I don't know, but she needs help. Mm-hmm. You know, so I wouldn't cut her out of my life, so to speak, but I would get those kids out of her, you know, into a healthier environment and then yeah. definitely ask her to plead with her to get help. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Listen, she may not want it because I know a lot of people that are addicts don't realize that they need the help. Right. But that's why you need to get the children out of there. And then if she chooses to get help and clean up her life and then come back into the kid's life and stuff like that, that would be a perfect happy ending. But if not, at least those kids are safe. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. So sad. Sad because there's only so much you can do. You know? 
Like, when these people, like, need help, it's, like, they need to realize it, too, though. And be, and want the help. Make your poor mother move in and then leave the kids with her. Yikes. Okay. Friendship advice. Hi, Jerry and Alyssa. This is my first time writing in because I am... Not in a relationship. I am a hashtag virgin for life, wink, wink. And also, I think that I have my shit under control. Anyways, let's get into it. I have been friends with the same group of girls since preschool. Wow. We, were all, we were called the Fab Five all throughout elementary, middle, high school. We are all now 21, and some of us are in school. One of us has a child, and the others are generally don't know what's going on in their lives. I oh, always, so they're not all still so, close. Yeah. So I thought that we were going to be friends forever, and we were going to grow up old and so on and so on. I feel like I'm only in the friendship, friendship group because we've been friends so long that I feel bad calling it quits on our friendship. It's gotten to the point that the only thing we have in common is when we all go out to drink. Uh. I don't feel comfortable expressing my feelings around them. I feel like they are all going in a different path career. A different path, career career path-wise, and I really don't want to associate themselves with my dropout self. Aw. One of the girls in the group, we have decided to just be a pair and feel so comfortable just being us without the rest of the girls. So my question is, should I continue being in this long-term friendship because we've gotten this far, or should I just let them know what's going on? I hope you understand this email. I'm all over the place. I'm sorry, Jerry, if you're reading this. Um, I love you both so much, and I hope you can tell me the dead-ass honest truth. Okay, love you. Bye. Um, I would just stay with your pair, with you and the other girl that you feel open, that you can talk with and be comfortable around and stuff like that. I don't think you should force yeah. uh, um, a friendship. The other thing is, like you said, you guys are going down different paths. You yeah, know, somebody has a kid, somebody's doing a career, somebody's in school. People grow apart. Yeah. There may be a time in life where, say, maybe you guys are all in a, you're all married or you all have kids or whatever it may be, but maybe you all will come back together because mm-hmm. I've had that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a tough age because when your friends start going, so who got married, who had a kid, who's yeah. now back in college, it is hard the to 20s, keep the friendships. The 20s are weird. It's a very, very hard thing. Yeah. It is, honestly. I remember it and it like sucked. Like I had Zane at 24. And a lot of my friends are still single, and it's like... Yeah, it's like some people are buying a house, some people are married, some people are still living at home, some people have a career, some people don't. And think like, about it. It's like you get together, what do you talk about? It's all My different. baby who's crying, they don't yeah. want to hear... My single party girl doesn't want to hear yeah. about my infant crying all the time. Yeah. You know, so you tend to break off and branch in out 20s, in these years. And yeah. then, you know, you could still send cards or happy birthday wishes or whatever you may be, but I wouldn't force to yeah. be the fab five. I agree. You know? I agree. And I think you know that. I think the one that you have that connection with, I think you just stay connected but with But the her. question is, does she, does she do a little friendship breakup and tell them it's not working out or just distance herself? I think just distance yourself. I don't think it has to necessarily be a breakup I think if anything comes up where it's like hey you available go out maybe start nah I'm doing this or you know I don't th- what What are you going to say oh we're on different paths I think yeah. I, I think the other four know that you guys are all on different paths and I think mm. maybe everybody feels a little bit about the same way you yeah, know? so maybe her bringing up could be a good thing you like listen like I love you guys like whatever I just think we're all on different paths right now like I guess because then 
then she will still have, I mean, I don't know you at all, but for me personally, I would still have the anxiety of every time they texted to be like, fuck, I have to make up an excuse or I have to do this. And it's like kind of just like cutting that tie might make her feel uh, a little yeah. more comfortable. Yeah, that might make, yeah. I guess you're right. It is hard though. Like how do you send that text? Yeah. I guess it was a lot easier too because when I was, we didn't text. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It was like a phone call and I, I don't know. I never really had to actually sit there and cut a tie. It was yeah. like we just distanced or distanced. grew apart. Who moved out of state? Who had a baby? Who did this? And then I've said this before in a previous pod- podcast where I know, though, if I call them right now, I need them. They'll be there because we were, so to speak, like you're saying, the Fab Five. We were best friends for so much of our childhood and in and, and our teenage years that I know I could depend on them, even though mm. we're in very different spots in our life right now. Mm-hmm. So, and we never had a breakup conversation. It yeah. was just like we, we went our separate ways. Yeah. So I guess whatever works for you, if you want to, wow, you hard. know, end it like Alyssa said and have that conversation, then if that's what you think you'll need to move on, then have it. That's so hard. You know? mm. Friendship breakups are hard, but it seems like you already. But it seems like you already grew apart from them. Yeah, and you have your your close one. Sometimes, yeah, quality yeah. over quantity. Definitely, definitely. And we don't keep things just because we've had them for a long time. I'm very adamant about that. Like, yeah. you don't keep shit that you don't like just because you've had it for so long. You know, like if it's time to let go. It's time to let go. Don't be like, oh well, but we were friends since preschool. It's like, yeah, okay. Now you're in your 20s. And you had 15 years of great friendship. Yeah. Move on from it and blossom and grow. And, you you know, people change. Each five of you are completely different than you were. And people are supposed to change. Yeah. So it's fine. So, yeah, you grow apart. That's it. Yeah. All right, Lissa. This one's you. Okay. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. All right. Hi, girlies. I need some big advice. So the past two and a half months, I've been friends with this guy. He's 20 and I'm 17, although that's not the issue. So basically we hang out at least four times a week. I haven't done anything sexually or even kissed. I'm low-key into him and he told me the same thing last week. He went through a breakup about four months ago. I was the one that was able to help him get through that. But because, but sometimes I don't know if he is completely over her or not. He mentions her name a lot to me sometimes. I mentioned her name a lot to me, but sometimes. (laughs) A lot to me sometimes. But then again, why would he talk to me about his ex if he told me that he's been into me? The issue is that I don't know if I should invest my time and energy into this because of the age gap. I also don't know if I should invest my time because I feel like his sugar mommy. I don't have any issues paying for food when we go out to eat because... I know he's been putting in a lot of money into fixing his car. I just need to hear your guys' thoughts on whether or not I should continue with this. I care for him a lot. I'm very confused on his emotions and feelings, which is making mine get all mixed up. Anyways, I'm so gen- I'm so inspired by Jerry because she's gone through a lot in her life and still manages to keep a smile on her face and help other people. Not only that, but she raised three beautiful kids while going through difficult times. Alyssa, you're so inspiring. I hope your cookbook becomes a huge success because, girl, let me tell you, you make th- some of the best food I've ever made. I hope you guys keep on doing what you love and... Any through any bullshit that comes your way, out throw it out of the window. I wish you guys nothing but the best. Thank you so much. Aww. Aww. Okay, here's my advice. No, it's uh, here's my opinion, not advice, because I don't have advice. Um, you have to do what your gut is telling you to do. The fact that you're writing in, I think you know. Um, as soon as she said sugar mama, I'm like. Eh. 
<laughs> yeah. You don't want to fool yourself wait. into that situation. We don't support. We're not people's moms. You, you, you're 17 and you're so, you know, I listen, and I don't want to sound like I don't approve of a girl buying a boy a meal because I'm totally no. for that. It should definitely go both ways, everything else. But he's going through a breakup. So the cries on your shoulder about his ex, wah, wah. But eating the meals that you're paying for because he's fixing up his car. It sounds like that's he's not, really immature. Yeah, that's not and a necessity. Like, yeah, like I feel like... Unless he's like literally like fixing his car like it's broken. But it sounds like he's like a car guy, like fixing it up. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And he's definitely sending you mixed signals. It's like, oh, I'm really into you. Oh, but my ex... But he only told her that he's into her last week after she, when she wrote this email, she said. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Just, just remember that men mature way later than women. <laughs> yeah, 20 is young. 20 is young. Depending on the person. Some people are really, like, I feel like I was pretty mature at 20. I said men. not say women. How long was he with Zane, this person Zane for? mature at 20? The last, the ex? Yeah. I mean, I broke, they broke up four months ago, but how, but long, how long were they together? Yeah, how long I were they know. together? I don't know. And he mentions her name a lot to her sometimes. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I I would just, hey, stay friends. Maybe not go out as often spending your money on his meals um, and see maybe where it wants to go. I just... I you want know. somebody that's like... I think you're more of a friend to him, and I think he threw in that I have feelings for you. Whether it's true or not, I think it's to keep you... On the line, so to speak. Mm. Yeah, like you're there, his, you're his ear, you helped him through this breakup, he appreciates that and everything right. else. But at the same time, is he sort of using you? Like you don't want to just be there out of convenience for somebody. Not that it sounds, maybe it does a little sound like that to me. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, it's so hard because you've been only talking to him for two and a half months. So I like, I don't want to say like sit and have a conversation with him and be like, yo, listen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. it's too soon. But also, like, if he says he's into you, like, I would be like, are you over your ex? Because if not, that's okay. Like, I understand people need healing, but then I think we should wait. Yeah, absolutely. You're I don't so think there's smart. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you really are. I can't stand that. Thanks. It's easier as me saying into a microphone than her saying it to his face, though. You know what I mean? Like, take our advice with a grain of salt. Do whatever you feel comfortable with. But absolutely, you're 100% right. Yeah, like, you be like, it's you talk okay. To, you talk about her all the time, which is fine. And I could be here as a friend. But I don't want you to profess Jump that you have, me. like, yeah, feelings for me. if Because obviously you're still distracted by her. Right, which you is know. not a relationship you want to be in. Correct. So maybe a conversation. I don't see anything wrong with that. If he said he has feelings, be like, listen, I know you have feelings, which is awesome. Love it. But I just want to make sure X, Y, and Z until we jump into things more seriously. Yeah. I don't see anything wrong with that. And also, when do you turn 18? Because that could be, like, a, a law thing. <laughs> right. Just saying. Just saying. You know? They haven't done sexually anything sexually. I, or I know, but I'm just saying. Maybe wait till you're 18 because he's 20. You don't want to get the man thrown in jail, you know? That's <laughs> true, yeah. Yeah, that's just true. Just saying, you know? Me, I'm like, eh, it doesn't really matter. It's one year, but yeah, that's true. Hmm. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Interesting. 
Okay. Advice needed. Single after six years. Hi, ladies. Hope you're both having a great day. Let's get into it. I'm 22, and I have, uh, wait, I'm 22 years old and nine months freshly single after a six-year relationship. I was with my ex-boyfriend from the age of 16. We both outgrew the relationship, and it was definitely the right decision to end things. I don't regret anything, and I'm honestly the happiest I've ever been now that I'm on my own. But I... But I am ready to see what's out there dating-wise. Here's my dilemma. I'm a huge introvert. Uh, Whenever I have plans, I have to push myself to go. I know I'll enjoy the plans because I love spending time with people in my life. All my friends and family know me well enough to know my favorite plans are either in the house or doing something very relaxed. (laughs) But as a natural introvert, how do I push myself to go out on dates with people I don't know. Also, I'm not sure how things are in the U.S., but here in Britain, the drinking culture is huge. Oh, the, Britain. The, the go-to first date for anyone in their early 20s is to go to a bar for drinks. I drink occasionally, but I don't overdo it. I can easily go months without alcohol and so not care. I don't care. love it. Where you see, I don't overdo it. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't, you know, whatever. Jerry's eyes. My mind. I'm just making shit up. Uh, she don't love it. I can easily go months without alcohol and not care. I'm also very, really similar to Alyssa in that I'm paranoid. Oh, yeah. I am cautious of people around me and never trust strangers easily. So the idea, the idea of first dates, including me drunk at a bar with someone new, makes me extra nervous. It's not that I don't enjoy drinking at all. It's just that I like to drink occasionally and with people. I know and trust. Me too. But drinking is so ingrained in our culture uh, as the fun and casual option. My friends say I should suggest a meal or an activity as a first date and saying I'll come by or oh, instead, then I'll come by off as too serious or too too quickly. Sorry. I'm just not the I'm just not the done thing. I don't know. It's not wait, it's just not the done thing. Oh, it's just not what they do. Okay. Any advice? <laughs> P.S. I'm the girl who got caught masturbating by the window cleaner. Ah! <laughs> My parents aren't rich. We're just British. Ah! <laughs> it's a common thing in England from each area has local window kill- cleaners that come monthly. Also, here are some pictures to put the name to the face of the story. Which story? This one or the one that you were masturbating what? got caught by the window cleaner? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're so cute. Aww. Oh, my God. I want to go to England. <gasps> I've never been to England. You got such pretty hair. She got pretty hair. You're adorable. Um, uh, hmm. This is hard to because I feel you. I love sitting on the couch. I like to drink casually, but I also am a very social person. And I thrive off social interaction. So I don't know if I have much advice for you because I like to go out and socialize with other people. Okay. I am an introvert. Okay, go ahead. Then. Bad, 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 bad. And I will be the one who, for example... I got invited the other day. My girlfriend sends me a text. She's like, hey, we're having a couple of people over, food, pool, whatever. We'd love to see you and ever. Immediately, I wanted Immediately to go. Immediately, no. Immediately, um, no. And I swear to God, ask Alyssa. I was crying the other day Aaliyah? in pain. Uh, ask Aaliyah. <laughs> Alyssa, you should ask Aaliyah. <laughs> I was crying in pain. My back pain was... I even said to Ever, I said it was like pre-surgical, like mm. before I had my surgical. It was like a, I kept getting these little twinges of that memory, of, of that horrific pain. And I immediately wanted to say, and all the shit with Frankie. So immediately I wanted to say, you know, eh, eh, eh. and then I said, listen. I look proud of you. You know, my friend Gail passed. And we literally texted. Who? 
Jerry, hold it back. We literally texted January 4th about getting together, and she died on the 15th. So, like, nine days after we, 11 days after. You never know when it's your last day. You never know. And this girl has invited Ever and I over. Even during quarantine, she's like, oh, you want to do video chat? And I'm like, ugh, the last thing I want to do is see my fucking face on the screen. So I would deny her. I'd Ever's working. (laughs) And he was. I wasn't lying. But I would try to get out of it. I wiggle my way out of everything. I try. I'm... Even the Montauk trip, I expressed how I had a full-blown panic attack the day before. I was anxious about going. Just like she said in her email, she knows she always has a good time. It's right. Whenever you're there, you love, you're glad you went. Right. So that's exactly how I'm trying to change my mindset. That's why I said yes to Montauk with no problem. That's why I went to her house the other night. Mm -hmm. And I winded up having a great time. you made memories with your friends. Absolutely. So... What you have to do, like, is just say yes. You know you're going to have a great time. That's the worst part about being an introvert is we know once we're there in the situation, we're going to allow ourselves to have a good time. It's the panic. It's the whatever that holds us back and stuff like that and feeling like, oh, I'm best at home and shit like that. Go out. You're young. You're you're beautiful. not living your life. Now to the drinking thing. You only live once. The The drinking drinking thing. thing. It, listen, it's one. what they do. It's what they do. Yes, just have one. exactly. You don't Alyssa's have to right. Get drunk. You have one. Have the conversation. Get a little then loose. Say, yeah. How about we go here? You want to grab us something to buy, a bite to eat? Do you yeah. want to go bowling? Whatever it may be. Um, the other thing is, here, I would never do the bar scene because that's not who I am. So I don't think if you're not a big drinker, hanging out and meeting people at a bar is is not who you truly are. So. Try to change scenes. Where do you like to go? Instead of setting up a date, you know, try to go where you like to be. So if you like bowling or if mm. you like, I don't know, movies. Walks on the beach. Uh, walks on the- <laughs> <laughs> it's so corny. But you don't want to meet somebody at a bar if that's not your scene that you like yeah. to be around. So it's hard to say, yeah, sure, go to the bar, have a drink. But that's not the scene you want to be around. So try to meet people that have very similar interests with you that aren't necessarily into the bar scene i can go months and months and months without a drink and be completely fine too although when i if i drink to get shit faced i fucking love it you know but i'm not one that's gonna go out and go bar hopping you know like you would have fun if we did it absolutely i will yeah yeah you know but it's not something i go oh i want to go meet a guy let me go to a bar like i would never do that Never, mm. ever. See, yeah, I guess I would I would prefer to be, like, loose and, like, in a social setting where it's loud, there's a lot of people talking, there's music, it's not, like, awkward. Mm-hmm. And rather than, like, a dinner setting, you're just staring at each other. Like, I would think of it that way. Well, that's why I said maybe go to the bar, have a beer, or have a drink. You gotta get then... the right drink. Yeah. Like, I've gone out and got not good drinks, and then you feel like shit, you're not even drunk. Like, it sucks, but, like... Mm. Oh, my go-to is a good cucumber drink. Last night we went to a um, barbecue place, and I got a cucumber drink, and it was made with gin. It was amazing. It was so yummy. It's, like, refreshing. And I feel good. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel okay after drinking it. Get something fresh um, and just have one. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because you said you like to drink occasionally, so on a, I don't see what's wrong with occasional date. Having a drink just to loosen up, enjoy a conversation. Yeah. You don't necessarily need to get shit-faced. Have a conversation, yeah. loosen up, find out what his interests are, and then maybe potential second date do something other than a bar. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
I don't like to get shit-faced either, unless I have the right drinks. I'm just thinking of when I went to the beach and I had sugary drinks from the machine, and I will never do that again. When I see a machine of drink now, I just get PTSD. A machine of drink? Like, you know, like a, you know, like a slushy machine? Yeah. And it's like spinning, and then you do the lever. They have like pre-made margaritas. Shut the front door. Yeah. Really? Well, they're the worst, though. It's just sugar. And like pre-made, like, ugh. Where do you go for that? Like, how at, do they? At the Soul Shack, they had them. Oh, you're not self-serving. No, no, that, no, 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 no. It's behind the bar. Like they have the machines. <laughs> you just I was like, how do they check your, Yeah, I was like, wait, what kind of beach are you at, or what kind of place are you at that has like self-serve? Fucking- yeah, no, behind the bar. Uh. But uh, those drinks, it just fucked me up. Like I would rather have like club soda and vodka. You know, like something so clean and simple, rather than like a mixed like. Oh, just the thought of it just makes me feel like shit and i didn't wasn't even that drunk mm. like last night i had that drink and i felt like good off just one yeah anyways well did we answer her questions i think we did okay did we any advice yeah if you want to um drinking is so ingrained i would say that if you wanted to go to like a little restaurant and grab a drink there too you don't want to stand at a bar you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you want to have a drink and loosen up, like just go to a restaurant with some. I don't think that going out to dinner is a weird thing for a first date. I think that's a very normal thing to I do. Mean, I mean, maybe over there it is. I'm not sure. Going I'm out not to dinner? Sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's a big uh, drinking culture, she's saying. Yeah. I mean, that's everywhere here, too. <laughs> Everybody fucking is wasted all the time. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I, have a, I, I understand what you're saying as an introvert, as a fellow introvert. I know exactly what you're saying, but I also feel like... You know, as well as I know, when you go, you're going to have a good time. Um, mm-hmm. Don't allow yourself to get to a point where you don't remember shit because, you right. know, you you want to be able to go have that one drink. Uh, milk it a little bit. Take a little sip here, a little sip there. Enjoy the conversation. Try to get out of him who he is, what he likes, his likes, his interests, stuff like that. And see mm-hmm. if it's somebody that you would even want to have a second date with. Yeah. And being that you said that you're like me and you're paranoid, like having one, you feel like you can still control yourself. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. feel a little good, but also like you're still aware of your surroundings i don't know if you saw the trend on twitter recently that it's like is he hot or is he just tall is he hot or does he just have a beard have you seen the trend no people are doing that so don't drink too much to the point where it's like is he hot or am i just drunk (laughs) do i like him or did i just have too much to drink right exactly especially on a date like you want to like the person like genuinely because you can get drunk brain and be like i love you like me you fucking hate him right yeah. So yeah, just one. And you want to be able to know, like, through conversation, yeah, you know, like who he is. You want to learn who he is. Yeah. You know. So have a little fun. Have that one drink. Loosen up a little. But you know, that's the point, right? To try to learn who somebody is. You're not like a bar hopping girl who wants to just get drunk and go home with a different guy every yeah, day. You so wanna, don't make that yeah, your first date. Exactly. Because then exactly. he'll have an expectation of exactly. you. Exactly. So just have one. Sip on it a little tiny bit. Make it last. And just. Yeah, have conversation. It's okay. What's the worst? It doesn't work out. At least you know. You'll never see him again. Right, exactly. <laughs> so. Exactly. Okay. My turn? Your turn. Ooh, advice needed. My boyfriend acts differently around his parents. Hey, y'all. First, I want to say I love your podcast, and I think it's absolutely hilarious and insightful. I never really write into podcasts, but I need advice. So let's get into it. Well, thanks for writing to us. 
My boyfriend and I have been together for four years, and he truly is an awesome guy. He makes me so happy. My relationship with his family is solid as well. They call me their future daughter-in-law, and his mom is literally my best friend. Oh, my God. Love it. Anyway, here's the issue. I recently went on vacation with my boyfriend and his family, and I couldn't help but notice that he acts a little ditzy around his family. I've noticed it when we were at his house, but this time, due to me being, quote, stuck with them for a three-day vacation, I just saw him acting ditzy and whiny, which is obviously not attractive. It drove me crazy, and it low-key scared me because I want to marry this guy. When it's just us together, we are great. He takes the lead, romantic, we have amazing conversations. Is this a normal guy thing? Do I say something or just move on? Any insight would be helpful. I attached a photo of my boyfriend and I. Okay, love you, bye. I love when they put that at the end of the email. (laughs) Ah, I wouldn't end a relationship with this. I would ask, okay, listen, it might be like, maybe No, no, she doesn't want to end it. She's saying, do I say something to him or just forget it happened? Not like move on from the relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Just break up with him. They've been together for four years. Funny how my brain <laughs> processes something. She's like, I wouldn't break up with him over this. Oh my god! <laughs> no, definitely not. Like, say something or just Move forget it happened. Oh my god, Jerry! Do I say something or just like break up with my boyfriend in four years? I'm like, why would you move on? No. <laughs> no. Um, I would. Uh, I would. <laughs> what would you do? Oh, that would piss me off, too. <laughs> I feel like, why are you acting like a little kid around your family? But I would maybe see if maybe he was having a weird few days. It was like the no, situation. No, she said she noticed then, it before. You're right. She did say that. I was going to say maybe wait for another family vacation and see if it happens again. Uh, say something. Uh, yeah. Don't hold it in. You're going to build like a weird resentment against him. And but then he be might like- be like, what are you talking about? And then you're just going to feel dumb. Well, I I, listen, I would say something. I also think, like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. That's so weird. Like, what was he doing? Yeah, what was he doing? You should have given us examples. Listen, maybe he's just a mama's boy and he gets around mom and he wants to be babied. You know, Did he like whiny. Oh, that's so unattractive. I mean, the word, like, whiny, I the word whiny is very unattractive. Ditsy would be like, all right, he's maybe he's just trying to like play dumb to get catered to. Like, because she did say when it's him and I together, he, he takes charge. He, he's like romantic. Yeah. It's, you so know? to see that side so, of him is like, ugh. I, I think he just, I think he's playing for the attention from his, like, I think he's that's reverting so back weird. to a child. With them. I don't know why. But if anything, he should be ditzy whiny around his girlfriend so that he gets what he wants, no? He's a take charge kind of guy. I think that I love a take charge kind of guy. I know. And then if you saw them around their family and they were like, I don't know, what would they be doing? Like, I don't know. I wish he would have given us examples. Like, no, I I don't want to go there. (laughs) I don't want to do that. Can you get me cereal? (laughs) I don't want to get up and do it myself. I don't know. I, I don't know. I really wish you would have given us examples because this is hard. <laughs> Whiny and ditzy. and ditzy. I don't know. I think if okay, hear me out. So she's with this guy for four years. She wants to marry him. Mm-hmm. This ticked her off to the point where she's like, I'm scared. Like I wanted to marry this guy. It must that needs to be said. Oh, you definitely have to say it. Like, if she's like, oh, shit, like, should I marry him? Like, that's a problem. That's definitely a problem. But I would love to know what the hell he was doing. 
But know, it must have right? been something bad if she's like, oh my God, I me. wanted to marry him. Like, it what the hell? Me? But maybe he he's not even aware of it. I would say something. If, because it's going to be a hard conversation, though. He's going to get defensive. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like He's going to be like, what? Because it's his family. Also, men can be very protective over their family. Or maybe he's going to be like, honey, I was totally trying to take advantage of a situation and get baby boy around my mom. I mean, my God, and stop. I, would I love like, her spoiling me, you know? Or and I'd be like, like ew, don't ever fucking do that again. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Well, it bothers me. You're a grown me. man. Well, how about saying it bothers me? Not be like, ew, that's fucking disgusting. I, like, was, trying to, I was trying to get baby <laughs> by my mom. I like when she does things for me. Like, what the fuck? No. I, I don't know. Alyssa, you, we you don't know. okay with that response. If you were around Ever's mom and he started acting like a little whiny baby, and then you said something and he was like yeah I just want to get babied by my mom no come on you would not like that response you'd be like ew stop okay but maybe because he doesn't know it bothers no, her answer by my having question. a conversation listen my husband would never do that right but, but if he did but, that's what I'm saying it's so no, out of character no, 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 no. it was out of character for him but, so if it's so out of character wouldn't you be like ew stop listen it's just like yesterday okay let me just say something yesterday because I think a lot of people tend to act differently. I think it's normal for people to act differently around different people. Yes. I know I do. My husband drives me crazy. I love him. I love him. Okay. But anytime he's around a certain somebody who I'm not going to throw out of the bus, anytime he's around a certain somebody, he's like, yeah, imagine like this is such a beautiful night. We can be home smoking a blunt. (laughs) When have you ever smoked a blunt? Why are you acting and talking like this? Why can't you be your true, authentic self? But at the same time, I know I'm exactly the same way. If I'm around a certain somebody, like... Try to relate. uh, You try to relate, but dude, you're not... That's not relatable because that's not you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, whatever. Uh, uh, Listen. (laughs) So what I'm trying to say is maybe he's acting the part when he's around them, but that's not his true authentic self. His true authentic self is when he's with you and he's that take control and the great conversation and everything else and mature and everything else. And then when he gets over there, he tries to play the part. I wouldn't be okay with that. Okay. So you say to him, hey, I notice when you're with your family, you act like ditzy and whiny. What's going on? Maybe he's not aware that he's doing. Do you think yeah. ever, unless I call him out on his shit, which I do, you know me now, I'm like, ever, when was the last time you ever fucking smoked a blunt? Come on. But I call him out on his shit, which is kind of rude, and I know I am, but at the same time, it's like, come on, you know? So maybe once you mention it to oh. him, he'll be like, oh... And maybe he won't do it anymore. Or maybe say it's not very attractive. Me seeing you, Mr. Strong, Independent, like, uh, manly, getting all, like, ditzy and whiny around your parents is a, is a turn-off. Like, it's, uh, it's yeah. concerning to me. And maybe he doesn't even realize he's doing it. Like, do I think ever purposely all of a sudden is a car enthusiast when he's around certain people or he wants to go smoke a blunt when he's around certain other people or he wants, you know, maybe he doesn't even realize what he's doing. Maybe. Mm. I think bring it up to him. I would not be okay if the response... I would much rather the response be like, oh, shit, I didn't realize my bad. Versus like, yeah, I want to get what I want for my mom. I would be like, ew! Come on! So you purposely act like a little baby so your mom buys you lunch? (laughs) Like, fuck off! (laughs) Fuck off! I'll pay for your lunch for the next five weeks if you would stop doing that shit. Unless, oh my god, I didn't mean it like that, but I meant it like that, I guess. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, he likes the attention. No, I don't know. No, that's not okay, okay then. But You're too so, old to be doing that shit. You're dude, not five. she needs to find out. So she does yes. need to say it. You need to have a conversation with him. Yes. I don't think going, oh my God, that's so disgusting. It's I want to like, you stop. I don't think that's the way to handle it. I think saying something like, Honey, can we talk? Like, listen, when we went on vacation, I noticed that you're acting like kind of ditzy whiny. What is that about? It's not the first. I noticed last time on Christmas, you do that too. Like, what is it when you're around them? Why do you act so different? And let him see where see where that conversation leads. That's going to be a hard conversation. I feel like. I mean, I don't know your boyfriend at all, but I feel like. Being like, hey, you're acting ditzy and whiny. If somebody said that to me, I'd be like, all right, so leave out the ditzy and whiny. I just noticed that you act different. And then if he parents. asks to elaborate, you could I don't know. Say, you're a little ditzy and whiny, <laughs> and then give little, him like acting like a five year old. Give him some examples. You know, like when your mommy has to butter your bread. You know, like I don't know. <laughs> I mean, when you ask your mommy butter if she your could bread? butter, <laughs> mommy, can you, you make me toast? My bread? Can you give me a bowl of cereal? I picture like just, they're going places and he's probably like, no, I don't want to go there. Like things like that. That's what I'm picturing. I really wish she would have given us some examples. You need uh, to write some, in again. Um, examples. Yeah, you need to write in again. But I definitely think you need to say, yo. <laughs> this was a recent email. So you're listening. You're so different. Write in again. You act different around your parents. What's up with that? And just see where it goes. See where, you know, where it leads. You know, I don't know. I want to hear other people's thoughts on this. Yeah. I mean, this is weird. <laughs> Dude, girl, I'm praying for you. I'm here for you because that is so not attractive. <laughs> That's it, you guys. We're leaving you guys on that. I don't think it's attractive either. I just want to say that. I'm just saying I don't know. Like, yeah. maybe he likes getting the attention That's not okay, by acting though. a certain way. I agree. Yeah, I'm okay. not saying I disagree. I'm just saying maybe he likes that attention that he gets by acting that way in front of his parents. So if he said, listen, I do it because I like the attention from my parents, I'd be like, bye-bye, five-year-old. <laughs> I whine and be, pretend to be ditzy so that I can get more attention from my parents. Oh, God. You we, must we suck need, then. If you need dude, to do that to get attention from your parents, you must suck. We need examples. Sorry, that was mean. You, we, I take we, it back. We need examples. <laughs> I take it back. I'm not, I love you. <laughs> that was mean. We need. Not- <laughs> Don't you think, though? Your parents not like you that much, so you have to pretend to be ditzy and whining for them to give you more attention. We're reading into this a lot. I'm sure this is not what's happening. I know. We need we need examples. <laughs> okay. Honestly. Thank you all for listening. If you want to send an email like we read today, Podcast at gmail.com. It's A-G-A-H-M-I-L podcast at gmail.com. If you want to help support us, link in the description. You get episodes early, $2.99 a month. You totally don't have to, but it helps us out. Monday's on Sunday, Thursday on Wednesday. <gasps> okay, okay. Love you. Bye. bye.